This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 45th episode of Tales of Tamriel. I am Agelos, your picking flowers everywhere I go, Templar. Also joining me today, the man running the stream and the guy who makes Dragon Star Arena Veteran Mode look easy. Delta of Delta's Gaming, how are you today, good sir? What's up? Good day to be alive. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, how many times have you beat DSA Vet? Like 20 by now? No, only a couple, but I got it done after you said it was nerve had to prove it. <laughs> had I'm still not bad. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Awesome. Also, we have a special guest again for this episode. Uh, you may know her from around YouTube and that crazyanook.com. The one Deltia dubs as the nicest person on the interwebs. That's Aloha. <laughs> How are you today, Aloha? Hello. I'm very fine, thank you. Happy to be on the show. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. We always had such a fun time when you're on the show. All right. <laughs> again. Excellent. Well, as many of you may have guessed, Thace isn't here with us this afternoon. She's out visiting family. She was in the chat a little while ago. I don't know if she still is, um, but she will be back next week. But before we get into the show, I need to mention that this show is now sponsored in part by generous donation from our friend at a Murph. He says, keep up the great podcast. Uh, I owed you a donation since last summer when your podcasts were with me during long training rides. Uh, thank you so much for your donation, man. I, we really appreciate it. And we're really glad we could keep you entertained while you're out having to do real world stuff because it's terrible. We don't like it. All right, we're going to go ahead and move right on into the show. First up in game news this week, the Elder Scrolls Online has released a closer look at crafting writs. So as part of Update 5, they talk about how crafters have more things to do and new ways to earn valuable rewards and whatnot. And they kind of wrote up a little guide, and I think they're kind of nudging in on Deltia's territory. I know, right? I was about to mess with them. Like, hey, I need my guide. <laughs> that's, 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 you should write them very angrily. Like, that's my stuff. That's what yeah, I do. Like, why don't you hire me to write your guides? <laughs> nice. But yeah, I know there was some confusion for some people. You know, I didn't find them to be very hard or anything of that nature, but there was still some confusion. So they went through and they talked about where you go to get certified and how the process works and, and what kind of rewards you can expect. 
Um, it looks pretty neat. And they wrote up this nice little guide. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Loa, have you seen the uh, Crafting Rick guide? Uh, yeah, but I've not really read it uh, carefully because I have the feeling I, I know how to master. Yeah, it's one of those things I know a lot of us, we hopped in right away and we're just like, yeah, we'll figure this out. It's all good. Um, but it, it's nice that they wrote up a little something or another. I know they talked about it on ESO Live about someone asked a question, are you guys going to give more preview videos and whatnot um, during, you know, when you release a new content. And they're like, well, we may write up little guides like this, but probably it won't be anything too special. Angwar says, FYI, Agelis' can is black. Ah. Yeah, I know. It's, I'll try to fix it, but it's not worth stopping the stream. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not. My face isn't that pretty. Trust me, guys, it's not that pretty. And it's bald right now, so it, it's okay. All right, so it's pretty neat. Um, have you got, or Aloha, have you done very many crafting writs? Do you do it often? Uh, when uh, something become a core, it reminds me of my real-life core, like the dishes or the ironing that I don't <laughs> like. So I do it when I'm in the mood, when I have time, when I find it worth it, and, and that's it. I um, have started to level a blacksmithing only with the writs. So uh, I will have the experience of uh, leveling via this method. And uh, once in a while, I'm doing the tailoring one or the closer one and the enchanting one, which are my two crafts on my shield maiden. Okay. Yeah, they. I tend to do these every single time that um, I have an excess of materials to actually complete them. Whenever I have a lot, then I'll go ahead and do them. Um, but being that I'm not in an area where I can get void still very readily, it's, it's a little different. Uh, Deltia, have you been doing a lot of the crafting writs or have you just kind of been messing with it? I love them. I mean, I think I was the first one to have a guide on it, uh, because they are not, I mean, it does take a little bit to get the hang of them as far as, you know, where do I go? That sort of thing. And so I got them right away. I really like the enchanting and the alchemy. Because you're always going to find good plants, and then with enchanting alchemy specifically, you can do them at any level. Sure. Nice. I actually need to do a little bit more with the enchanting and alchemy ones. Uh, my enchanting's still not maxed out. It's like 40. I have all the points in it, so I can do anything, but it's not 50, so that's a problem. All right, but if you guys are interested in that, you can check out a closer look at Crafting Ritz. That is on the official Elder Scrolls online site. That is not on Deltia's Gaming, even though he wrote one anyway. <sighs> Sad zillers. Like a month, like a month earlier. Come on, Elder Scrolls. I know, right? <laughs> Taking your stuff, <laughs> stealing your thunder. That's stealing what's my use. I hate it. No, I'm kidding. All right, uh, moving on to the next bit. This is a really important, you know, public service announcement for everyone here. Um, be careful when you download add-ons. And this is the bad part of any community. You got your terrible people. There was an add-on called Atlas. I don't know if anyone had it. Delty, have you ever, have you ever had this Atlas add-on? No, I've never heard of it. Okay. Um, 
it I'm not even sure exactly what it does, but apparently someone had written some malicious code into it where it was actually mailing your money to a different person. Um, and this person actually got a message from a GM. Um, <laughs> got a message from a GM going, hey, are you using an Atlas add-on? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. And the guy's like, well, then you've been hacked. And the guy looked in his bank and or in his bag. All his money was gone. And actually, if you look at the code, it actually had someone wrote a send mail request. Anytime you opened your mailbox, it sent a mail and put whatever money you had in your bags and sent it to uh, someone else's account. So, I, I mean, I know it's kind of uh, you're not realistic for people to look at the code and most people wouldn't even know. Um, but this was a pretty big issue. So, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of smart of this guy to have done that. Very easy. Um, but he, he tried to get out with a blame excuse that it was just for testing. I don't believe that. Hmm. And, uh... Enwar in, in chat said, you just let me know what it is. It's Atlas lets you know where all the bosses are in dungeons and shows you what they drop. So it kind of reminds me of Atlas loot from uh, World of Warcraft. There's an add-on called Atlas loot. I didn't know mm. if it was from the same person or not. But yeah, apparently it was hacked. So mm. be wary, everyone. Be wary of when you download add-ons. I mean, it, it sucks that this kind of thing happened. And thankfully, the person who mentioned it got all their money back. Like the you know, the guy sent in, gave him his money back, and everything like that. Because um, they have a great support staff, but still, it's it's kind of crazy. So, Delty, what what do you think about add-on hackage? Well, I mean, it comes with the territory. Anytime you modify your base game, you have a chance to screw it up, essentially. So while they're good 99% of the time, there's always a meatball out there trying to take advantage of you. Um, so, yeah, as long as you don't lose your account, I think things can be you know, brought back. As long as you don't lose your account, that's what really matters. So luckily, lost some gold. That's okay. You can get that back. But losing your account, whew, it's a whole other matter. I would cry like a thousand tears if I lost my account. Like, oh, yeah. It would be bad. But, all right. So, um, we'll move on. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew about that and to make sure you stay clear of specifically that add-on until it's been fixed. I know that ESOUI took it off. Like, they literally, like, nope. And they, they took the add-on off so people couldn't download the update that had the malicious code. But still, be careful, know what you're looking at, kind of thing. So, yeah, moving on to the play without oh. add-on. What was that, Aloha? Play without add-on. No, not, yeah, play without add-ons. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Who does that? Me. Face. <laughs> you and Face and Aloha are the two that play with that. There's only really one add-on that I quote unquote need. To enjoy myself, and that's FTC. I, yeah, you gotta have it almost. But other than that, everything else is just makes things easier. All right, we're gonna move on to the next section, which is the Tamriel Town Crier issue number one. So 
last week we talked about them splitting up the Tamriel Chronicle to separate the fan art and the stories and things of that nature and split them up from the fan-made videos and podcasts and whatnot. So, um... I didn't for, see this. Yeah, it's out there, dude. Really? Yeah. Yep, yeah. it's on the official site. It's, uh... The Chronicles, huh? Uh, it's the Town Crier now. Town Crier. Oh, I see. Huh. I didn't... Yeah, there was so much commotion going on, I, I guess I missed this. Mm-hmm. Are we on it? We are on it. Yes, we are. Good. Uh, yeah, good, good, good. Um, several people. Uh, Defatank is on there. Aloha. Uh, Aloha's on there. Hey, Aloha, I see your stuff. Hey, and there's oh, the nice. Guar plushie. <laughs> and, of yeah. course, we have uh, several from ours. Uh, My Jealous' Saga, The Evan Hart Pride, Episode 43, 44. Human Floyd does his stuff out there as well. Oh, I'm um, not on there. Oh, you are not on here. Wow. Have you not released any videos this week? I've released one a day, if that counts. Yeah. Um, And other than that, the one thing that's, I I think this might have been one of their first thing, like, they showed our YouTube video, and I see they have Twan Camera, they have episode uh, 67 up, but they don't have our audio from the RSS feed up, which, I mean, if you see it on YouTube, whatever, but they don't have all of it. So I don't know if this was a first pass. We may need to check with them on it. So, but this is their attempt to separate out the videos and podcasts from the other fan art and, you know, things like that. So it's kind of neat. Other than Deltia's not on it, so he's crying right now. No, yeah, they, they can put whoever they want on it. Yeah. Um, man, I, I think they only, they only kicked you off of there, Deltia, because they needed room for Aloha and all of her awesomeness. Because she's got that's, like that's three fine. videos. Good for her. She deserves it. Yeah, definitely. It's you awesome. Deserve it, you deserve it too because you're. My, my video, I'll show some gameplay. It's fun, maybe. Uh, I'm happy that people enjoyed it. But your video are very useful. I've watched uh, one in particular, one guy that I enjoyed. It was uh, concerning the armor and uh, the weapon enchant that you have made. Which was oh, yeah, something, you like uh, that? In your, yes, uh, that's kind of video are, are very nice because you don't know everything and you are exploring a lot of uh, not obscure content in ESO you know it's true just like that and you are not like a lot of I think your content is very useful there's something I will provide myself because I'm not um, in that area and I don't want to start to make something I'm not sure of what I'm saying because then I will look stupid <laughs> And um, so I appreciate you have uh, your video, and I think that you deserve to be, you know, well known because it's nice to always remember. This is something I like to do. Well, I like to, I like to write always in the same channel, so from this channel. And I think you should be like a kind of a official YouTuber for guide and stuff like that. Oh, thanks. Like a ice icy van is for World of Warcraft. You see uh, the comparison. Nice. Well, there you go. Aloha said it. It shall be. Yeah, it should, should happen. It should happen now. Awesome. Well, again, 
awesome. I like that they're separating it out. It feels like a lot's missing, and I'm looking in chat. Uh, Ingwar, which is it's pretty cool. I actually just didn't even realize this. He's from Tamriel Un- Unchained, I believe. Um, he's one of the one of the hosts on there, um, and he's not on here either. And a bunch of the RSS feeds are missing, so I, I think this might have been a first attempt that they've missed yeah. a few things. So it's all right. We'll rage about it. We'll rage. They'll fix, and then we'll feel. Um, then we'll feel bad. Maybe they they also prefer to show one same person several video of this same person rather than one video of this person that one video of that person. I don't know. Maybe it's the uh, RD. Well, I think maybe they just like us a little bit more, Aloha, because they showed three of you and three of Tails, but no, not Delta. Oh, well. <laughs> Delta gets nothing. Oh, well, can I cry to someone? No, it's fine. They, it's their, their choice to show whoever they want on there. So, And people need more exposure to some people, so I've gotten plenty of love. So, yep, <laughs> no big deal. It's all good. Well, maybe maybe the next week when they come out, we'll, they'll have... Like 20 of your video. That's probably what it is. They're separating it out. It's going to be bi-weekly. One week, it's everyone else. And then it's one week of just Deltia because he releases so much. <laughs> that I've had a video every thing. day. I've had like a video every day for like a, a week, two weeks now. Yeah, but. see, they couldn't even fit all your stuff. They looked at it and were like, we'll, just, we'll give him a special episode. <laughs> now, what's yeah. coming next week? You're, I got next week is just Deltia. That's it. Nothing else. No, next week is going to be veteran dragon star arena guide every level what to do oh, how nice. to do it and videos on how to get it done nice it's gonna be a massive undertaking but we'll get it done because i googled it there's really nothing out there for it so i want people to basically get it done who really want to uh finish it and get the boethia scythe title so if you're into that trying to get that title it's really hard content but you can do it well, well, we'll talk about that when update six hits, and I'm on max level then because we know that's going to happen before I hit VR fourteen. So, of course not. <laughs> well, if you're on AD faction, I could carry you through it, but yeah, no. I, I, you, I, you, you and your Templar will be standing in too much red and getting nuked. That that might be true. I like it. I like it. It don't matter. All right. Moving on to the next section, uh, or next bit of news. Holiday deals on the Bethesda store. Why do they keep stealing my money, Deltia? Because I, I, know, I right? have to do it. I actually bought two t-shirts on there the other day because it was like two for 25 bucks. That's a good deal. They like, And then like it was free worldwide shipping or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, free U.S. shipping, $9 flat shipping uh, to Canada, and 15 shipping to Europe, which is substantial. For, like I've seen some of the European shipping cost, it's up there. Um, well, there you go, Aloha. Now you can get more more hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> I pointed it out to uh, our friend Ark Arkinier from uh, Turkey. From, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's like he he jumped on it because it was like, well, this is the cheapest it's ever going to be. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, I had a mail, I mailed him a Deltia's gaming shirt, and that was not cheap. But yeah. I appreciate you wearing Ark. It, it, it's definitely not to get all the way out there. Um, Deltia's gaming shirts. Wait, hold on. What? Oh, oh. Some, we have something in the works coming up soon. Oh, that's awesome because you know coming what? Soon. I still don't have mine. You're, it's going to get new revamped, and it is awesome. Um, for those interested in the Bethesda store, this is till today. So if you're watching the live stream, the, like you guys will have to go out there today to do it if you're interested in this kind of thing. But it, it's pretty 
pretty nice. It's like 25% off everything with the with the free shipping if you're in the U.S. and and uh, at least a flat rate shipping if you're outside the U.S. Definitely, I picked up two shirts and I was this close, like so close to buying the leather man bag. I, I really was. I, yeah, I was actually about to buy. I, yeah, I was hovering much. over the buy button. I'm sure I could do it. Oh. <laughs> it 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 took a great force of will to back away from it, and <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm sad now. I don't have buyer's remorse. I I regret not buying it. It's <laughs> terrible, and I don't even care. I will I will rock that man purse all day long. I don't even care. I'll do it. Yeah, you look good in a man purse. You, hey, you, you really do. Especially the, a leather one with the ESO sinks. Or, nothing, uh, says, nothing says I'm comfortable with my manliness, like a bald head and a purse. Yep. Bald head and man purse. I'm fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> you, are a, you are a model for Elder Scrolls. Uh, oh. I, I my video <laughs> chat's not on at the moment, or the video's not on. But I have my ESO hoodie right here, our uh, the Alduin's wall hoodie. And on, if you watched Elder Scrolls off the record today, I was flashing all sorts of stuff. I had my Guar. I pulled out my uh, um, symbiote character over here as I'm knocking stuff over. My symbiote character. Did your cat like basically crowd your screen? Like, oh yeah, she photobombed the entire time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's normal for you. Yeah, photobombing all over. All right, so that was the holiday deals from the Bethesda store. So if you have an Elder Scrolls fan in your household, or maybe you are that Elder Scrolls fan, buy yourself an early Christmas present and go out and do it today. Uh, it lasts till midnight today, so do it. I forwarded my mom those emails. I, I'm, I'm like, Mom, buy me a shirt for Christmas. That's all I want. Yep. <laughs> yep. Awesome. That's that's what I want. That's what I want. She'll probably buy like a filthy Ebonheart shirt, then I'll have to burn it on. Oh, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. She, I got you this one. This one looks so oh, cool. It's, it's got a dragon filthy, on it. <laughs> it's a filthy Ebonheart pack. I gotta burn this, Mom. <laughs> well, first I have to urinate on it and make it. I <laughs> ah, see. Just so selfish. It's, they're the best. We have all the coolest stuff. Oh, yeah, whatever. I mean, come on. We even have the best, like, battle cry, Blood for the Pact. What I are, do admit that's pretty good. Like, yeah, it's not... Blood for the Pact is flipping awesome. You guys are like, for the queen. What are you, England? Sorry to all of our English people listening <laughs> hey, to us. Hey, where'd, uh, <laughs> where'd my stack of uh, honey brittle go? Egg. I can't get anything out of your thing. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> i can't get anything out of your thing <laughs> yeah no no that's how it goes i'm still waiting on that garlic oh i'm gonna go get it right now all, all right. right back on task back on task all right wait, 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 wait. what does the covenant say what's their slogan i don't know for the king or something like that for the king oh that has to be the turpiest doesn't it well yours is for the queen yeah but our queen's hot so it's okay mm. We don't need it to be ruled by a hot queen. We need a wise king. That's how our, our country. Mm. Yeah, see, this is a this is a good show because we've got we represent all three factions at this point because Aloha's yeah, Daggerfall. True. Yeah, she's Daggerfall, Daggerfall Covenant, rocking it. I actually enjoy the Daggerfall Covenant 
more than AD. Story. Yeah, yeah. the story's really nice. I like it. Daggerfall Covenant is just pretty much games of Game of Thrones in Tamriel. It's everyone hates everyone else. They're all trying to usurp everyone. It's great. It's awesome. And that's probably the coolest I, quest to get. Mm-hmm. What's really awesome is that I realize that I like all faction for different reasons. I'm probably uh, someone which not in real life as well as the I think you're getting a little robot-y there. Okay. But what I love when I'm questioning now with the Armenian is the contact with the Kashi culture. So delicious. So humor is so good. And Galaxy Roots, it's my favorite zone. Uh, so far, I really love the atmosphere. Just to be in this island, I have the feeling to be transported in a different country. I'm in holidays. It's feel hot, it feels humid, I almost smell the earth, I don't know. It's just, I just like to walk around, and to, to observe the light through the shade of uh, leaves in the trees. And, and yeah, I, I'm somewhere. I'm trying. <laughs> So in other words, you like it. Absolutely. That's how it goes. All right. Before we move on to our discussion topic, I must say this show is also brought in part by Amazon. We are now sponsored Whoa. in part by Amazon. Oh. Um, yes. Yes, that, that we're, went through. We're the big leagues, man. Um, if you're interested, hey, it's near still the holiday time. If you go through talesoftamriel.com, there is a link on the upper right-hand side. For Amazon, you go through there, and we get a little kickback of anything that you purchase as advertising revenue from Amazon. So, you check it out. Maybe it's some late, you know, late holiday uh, stuff. Maybe you haven't picked up something for that, you know, Special second hot, half removed that you don't really care. Get her something from Amazon. Use our link. And you'll be helped supporting the show. So rock on, guys. Um, I use it all the time for work. <laughs> it's it's terrible, but I do. Oh, that's terrible. Hey, my bank now supports me through anytime I order anything from Amazon for our, our IT department. It goes through there. It happens. So you're getting like a major kickback? You're going to be like rocking a Bentley on the podcast soon? Or no, I, I, if only I, if I, I wish. Depends. I don't know. And you can pay for your internet speed. Um, yeah, I know. Random funny thing. I actually told my boss this. He's addicted to Amazon. And he figured out last year how much he spent on Amazon. It was like, no kidding, $38,000 on Amazon. Thirty-eight grand. Yeah. Now, he runs a side business on the side where he does IT consulting work. So he buys the stuff through there and then, you know, they pay it. But he buys it all. He spent thirty nine grand on Amazon. I was like, talesoftamriel.com, link. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But uh, he has a serious Amazon addiction, so it's it's crazy. But they are now a partner with them, so yay. Moving on to our discussion topic, which is the road ahead. I'm sure we all kind of went a little giddy over this when we saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Alo, tell us a little bit about what were you expecting from the road ahead? I, um, honestly, for the updates, I was not expecting much. I was expecting uh, the provisioning change. I was wondering what will uh, it be because I was really not believing that the justice system or the champion system will be ready for that. I was thinking about a lot of fixes um, and I was th uh, thinking they cannot just put fixes. They need to put something new, something that's exciting, what it will be, maybe another veteran dungeon or maybe uh, a series of quests or... But I was really wondering. I was not expecting that, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Deltia, how about you? Uh, couldn't be any further from what I imagined it would be, which is the Imperial City, but apparently they're kicking that back and putting this in place. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm glad it's really going to fundamentally change the game. Uh, I'm not too thrilled about the justice system. I don't like that gameplay, but the champion system I'm really excited about, getting a glimpse of that. Oh, yeah, because Champion was the one thing from the road ahead that I was most excited about. So when this was coming out, I could not believe it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I thought this, well, you know, several episodes ago, we did a prediction episode, and we thought, you know, both of us thought uh, yeah. um, Imperial City, and then probably Justice in 7, and then Champion in 8. Not, not this. Not this. So <laughs> it's it's awesome. Um, but yeah, he goes in through the road ahead, and we'll kind of touch on this a little bit, saying the different things that they've done throughout the year since it's been launched. And, you know, when you sit down and actually think about it, like when he wrote all this stuff down, it's amazing what they've changed since April. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're all fans of the show. Loa and... and uh, Deltia, or, you know, we we play this game and we follow it along. And we know they've done a lot. But when you see it written down on paper, you're like, oh, yeah, I rem you know, like all this stuff in such a very short period of time. Well, what did we do before Craglorn? What did we do before dailies? I mean, it's like, wow, the <laughs> game is like so different now. You know, yeah. I don't even think of it like Craglorn is just there. Dailies are just there now. And it's a bad thing to say from a player point of view, but this is how players think. To me, they're just there. But when you think about it, when the game first came out, it wasn't just there. Right. You know, these things did not happen. Hey, can you remember a time before VR 14 when it was VR 10 was the highest? Oh, yeah. I, that's that's just a memory. And you were you were level like. <laughs> five by then weren't you yeah i think so <laughs> somewhere in there i wasn't yeah, done reading the books yet in that one dungeon so oh no you sat in there for days reading them books and i did it was it's it's awesome what i really appreciate uh with and i appreciate the fact that uh, he has written down all of this to remind player that you know, there's a lot of players that tend to be a little bit ungrateful or you know there are too much on the whiny side <laughs> uh, and um it's amazing to see i think it's that 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 has the to go back and rework everything they're not stubborn as a company and holding on oh, now we have decided it will be that way 
And it's amazing because there has been a lot of feedback and they have reworked everything. Or maybe not everything, but a lot of very key features of the game had been uh, reworked. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of their initial plans that they had set up, and most games, once you have the plan in place, they don't change it. But these guys went, oh, you don't like it? We'll change everything. So it's not just work they've been doing, planning on moving forward. It's stuff where they weren't even, it wasn't even on their timetable to do that they had to prioritize because we as players wanted. And you know, actually, that brings up a really good point, something I just want to bring up. How much plans do you really... Because they were planning on this four to six week update process, right? So they obviously must have had several months worth of plans already in place and in works before they started redoing. How much stuff did they push off to make room for champion system and things like that? Like, yeah, a lot. It, yeah. Like all these things that they... Because I'm sure they had a plan going, all right, for our first year, this is our first year of development. Well, obviously, within the first two or three months, they're like, guys, we got to stop. We got to start rethinking how to redo our our character advancement systems and stuff like that. You know, how much stuff did we push back because of we as players wanted to change? That's amazing to think about. Yeah, indeed. Um, going... First up, they did show the champion system, which we're actually probably going to talk about in detail not next week, but the week after, because they talked about justice system this week on ESO Live. Next week, they say they're going to go into detail about the champion system in greater detail. But they did show us a little bit about the champion system in a few screenshots, um, which some of us had seen during the QuakeCon and some other places. Uh, showing the new post-level 50 veteran uh, progression changes. Um, now, I have a couple questions for everyone. First off, did you guys see the how the skill tree is and the different things you can buy? Like one of them they hovered over was grooming for in the in the uh, steed tree that allows you to feed your horse twice a day, which is you know feed your yeah. horse. Yeah, I that's, saw it. That's pretty nice. Because I want a second horse. I have a donkey for now. And now I want also a fast horse. So I would be happy to level my horse faster. This is bad for me because I already have... Hold on. One, I have four horses already. All maxed out. <laughs> that's, that's all? I Well, I still need to buy the uh, the black stamina horse yet and max him out. But yeah, I was going to say that's all? That's all you have? That's all you got? I got more than that. And uh, uh, yeah. So I still have more horses to get. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of neat. I like the, that they have these little flavor things in there to make it a little bit more interesting. Um, now, Delta, tell, tell us what your thoughts are on the champion system as, as a whole. How do you think this will change the game as we know it? Well, the champion system will fundamentally change everything in the game. I mean, specifically builds and all the stuff that I have to rework now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> because because really, like the current meta of the game is going to completely change with this. I mean, you're going to have so much more customization uh, than what you do right now. So like the builds are going to be so much more in depth. It's going to spread things out a lot more evenly. Um, so you might be a... Uh, 
you know, Magicka user, but you're going to be so much different than the person next to you. So I think it's a real good change. You know, they're going to, it's, there's going to have some growing pains. It will have growing pains, believe me, because there's going to be things in there that are more powerful than they expected or less powerful or whatever. Believe me, I'm going to find those out in the PTS right away. Um, but, you know, once it gets time to grow and stuff, I think ultimately be better. I really think getting rid of the veteran system is a positive change because most people didn't like it. Most people really thought it was way too long, me included. And it's going to give people incentive to play alts, which I think is good. Some people don't agree with me, but I really like that. So for me, I think it's nothing but good news. Just, you know, give it some time to fully develop. And, you know, it's going to go through a growing process, meaning they will screw something up unintentionally with balance. It will happen. So give them some time. Not only that, yeah. judging from a, a balance point of view, you also got to remember a lot of the initial complaints are going to be from players who just don't understand how the system works. You know what I mean? There, because no one's figured out the new meta build. Like right now we know what the meta build is. You know, fire staff, dress, you know, crushing shock, blunt, done. Like I could I could bet almost 90% of players right now in like a DPS role, their main bar looks almost identical, maybe one ability hit or miss flipping around, like one flex slot. That's just how it is. There's a certain meta. But when we go through and change this, when this comes through, I think because of how the customization will actually affect all people, there will still be a best in slot meta if you will like this is what you do but it, i don't think it's going to be as as stringent as it is now because there really is this is what you do whereas i think later on it's going to be like well here's several things you can do that all will work and you'll still be able to be a little bit different than the other staff wielding dress wheel wear next to you so yeah it's it's going to open it up a lot um and like I said, you're going to get credit for all the experience that you're gaining now and for gaining alts. So the the thing that comes up in mind with balance, like me, is I get a lot of time to play the game. And other people don't get as much time to play as me. So what I like that they said is that there's going to be a cap on how much ahead, essentially, you can get. Which I think is good. Because otherwise, you know, people like me that have more time would just be so far advanced than everyone else. It would You'd never be able to catch up. So for me, I think that's a positive, even though it's not going to benefit me per se. Uh, I really do think that's a good thing to cap it. That way you can't just overly get ahead. Sure. Uh, Aloha, are you excited about the champion system? Yes, very much, because um, I don't like the veteran system as it is for now uh, for social point of view uh, more than anything else. I find it boring because when you reach level 50, you expect, ah, now I'm in endgame, I can play with all my friends. But there's still a difference of level. For instance, if I'm doing a dungeon pledge that scale up to my level, but there is two a veteran 14 in my team and I'm veteran one. Uh, one, and I have one guy which is veteran five. We try to scale up the dungeon to veteran five. But it's still way too easy uh, because of the two veteran 14 that are in the team. And so I really hope that to have this champion system will even out things and will equalize more uh, everyone once you reach endgame. 
to not have this kind of uh, releveling to make to be able to play with everyone else. I was expecting that once I reach 50 now, I can play the game and do everything. And um, so that's one thing. The other things is like Adeltia described to give more um, possibilities, uh, more choice. It's very important that in the Elder Scroll Online you have the choice of playing very different builds and um, the champion system will allow that together with the rebalance of every spell and abilities that they are currently working on as well. And uh, so to have less cookie cutter builds, to have more variety, that's very important. And and people also need to know why it's so unbalanced in comparison or tends to be very unbalanced sometimes in comparison to other games, it's because you have so much possibility. Even the developers cannot imagine all interaction between the spells and the passive and the uh, gear they make. Uh, statistically, there is too much different combination. So, of course, there will be imbalance. Uh, all right. Um, here, here's something that, uh, while Lo was speaking, she really made me think about this, that it didn't even really cross my mind before. With the removal of veteran ranks, there's a clear distinction in the power level of people right now. How do you guys feel, uh, the champion system will affect power levels? How are we going to differentiate power levels of people and dungeons and stuff like that? Because it will, you'll be able to be stronger this is an alternate advancement where you'll you'll get minor, um, and I say minor because it's it's you know not huge boost, but you'll be able to get small boosts in the way that you want your character to work. How are they going to show power, and how are we going to see that um, realized when it comes to things like veteran dungeons? Deltia, what what do you think? Well, in previous games, you'd hit, you'd hit 50 or whatever the you know number would be for endgame, and then you could do entry-level dungeons, which would give you statted gear that would allow you to basically compete in other dungeons, and so on and so forth. I think they're going to break the mold from that, and really it's going to be the champion system that improves those base numbers. So instead of getting better gear, and that's the treadmill, I think they're going to do a champion system treadmill if you will where you really need a lot of experience so questing will still be re relevant even though you're you know spent 500 hours or just doing stuff is going to be relevant achievements like they are right now are still relevant to get the undaunted up i could that's just my guess uh i i like the gear treadmills and think that's actually a good recipe for a long-term game however i understand that other people don't so Something like that. I like account bound content where if I get achievement on one character, it counts to the other. Some people don't like that as well, but I like playing alts. I love this game. I like that there's so much variety in it. So I hope they account for alts and that sort of thing too, because I really enjoy playing all the classes and they all have deficiencies, strengths, and weaknesses. But for me, I think they're going to balance it a different way. Uh, and hopefully I will get credit for having a main character. That's what I want. My Dragonite to still be the one that I've played 500 hours. I want that to be special to me. So how they're going to balance that being special with 
gear and blah, it's a lot to balance. So, like I said, something's going to come out where it's not going to be exactly right day one. I'm going to find out, believe me, but just give them some time get to balance it out. And really what we can do to help is get on the PTS, uh, myself included. I'm going to live on there. If I don't, if I'm not braiding, doing Sanctum or Bet DSA, I will be on the PTS testing builds. Looking at the champion system, um, trying to explore things. I'm going to try to find all the, the crap and send it to them so you guys don't have to. That way, you know, if I find some huge exploit in DPS or tanking or healing or whatever, we can get it solved before it goes live. So if you have a little bit extra time, a little bit extra hard drive space, I would I would encourage you to come on there and help out because if we can make it a little bit better before it goes live, then we don't have to go through all the crap when it hits live. I agree. Mm -hmm. And ready for more adventure with you guys. <laughs> yeah, we get to play <laughs> together again. Yeah. Yay. Ah, oh, that was fun. Um, now, there was another question I wanted to, wanted to say in here. Aloha, did you have anything you wanted to throw in there about champion system with how you think uh, um, power will be determined? I'm really intrigued to see the passive that are more uh, concerning the adventure part of the game. So like lock picking or feeding your horse twice. And I find it interesting that not every point are related to the power of your class and how you will fight, but also how you will adventure. And for some players that have more a kind of solo kind of gameplay, maybe it is our opportunity to uh, not only decide I'm more a tank, I'm more a healer, but also I'm more a crafter, I'm more a explorer, I'm more a PvPer, I'm more a dungeon crawler. You can probably also uh, give a direction, build your character towards a game style more than just a class style sure. or role style. Man, you hear that, Deltia? I'm going to have all my champion points in crafting, too. <laughs> and you'll be just as ineffective. That's right. Hey, I play a Templar. It doesn't really matter. Well, you guys are <laughs> going to get a buff, I suspect. So yeah. stay tuned for the Templars that are going to be the new flavor of the month. Hey, I was a Templar before it was cool to be a Templar. Yeah, so, well. Yeah. We I was everything. Sir. I was everything. Oh, Delta, you'll always be a Dunmer uh, Dragon Knight vampire to me. I remember when I beat Vet DSA, we had to climb up both hills to get to the last boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, see, here's the thing that I, I know they were talking about, and this is one thing that I really like. Rift did this pretty well before they went free to play. Um Free to pay? Is that what free you said? Free to pay, yeah. Free, free to pay. Pay as much as you want and get nothing. To win. Yeah. <laughs> um, where it's both an alternate advancement plus gear. Because they already talked about doing seasons of gear. When patches come out, you'll be able to do seasons of gear. And each season will be slightly better than the next. So there will be a gear treadmill as well. It's, it's going to be awesome. I mean, the gear in this game is just... I... I absolutely adored the year in the game now they have master weapons now they have so i mean i sit up and think of combos i can run do i can i run this five piece with this five piece can i you know what's the best trait what's the best in slot gonna be for a bow wielder and do i have to get a master it's just so much fun there's so much depth and it looks different 
and you can get one via PvP. You can get one via Dragonstar Arena. You can get one via Trials. I just love the gear in this game. I really want them to keep it the same because unlike other games, the set pieces are so drastically different. They're drastically different on what they do. And you would think that everyone would use this one set. Well, not the case, really. Some people like more magic. Some people like more spell power. And they're still effective. So I think the gear in this game, I wish they expand on it. Keep doing the master weapons concept where there's one super ultra high powerful weapon. I really like that. But you have to do an ultra hard thing to get it. Absolutely. Mm. I'm always one of those where they, I, I like having that penultimate item but it's literally a legendary experience to get it right <laughs> that's what i like what like when you finally get it it's like a culmination of months of work or however long you want to talk going i finally have this yeah and that's awesome it one of the best things games can do for you is to set a goal if you have no goal of things you're after you're aimless and you'll get bored when they give you a goal to aim for like that, like, I want this item, I want this, it makes you, pushes you further. All right, and uh, as I asked in chat what people think about it, uh, Iraq Soren says, I'm going to love it at the moment. My Nightblade can tank, heal, and DPS just fine at endgame. And I'm thinking this may force me to choose one or two to focus on. Um, and there was one other one on here. Uh, Engwar, can't wait. The more variety to create, um, I have to create a build, the better. Definitely, that's true. Um, and he did actually, here's another thing I want to echo, is everyone please get on the PTS and help Zoss create a better game. The, in the last road ahead, it, it, Matt Fire pretty much came out and it was almost as bad as getting on his hands and knees and begging. This game has a pitiful turnout for on the PTS. And that's not their fault. That's our fault. It, it, we need to, as players, if this is a game we love, we need to get on there and help them test it. If we don't and it releases buggy, it's not all on them. It, it, we need to be on there too. So you know why games like Warcraft and stuff like that launch with such a good uh, patches seem almost flawless, quote-unquote? It's because they have their their uh, their patches up for months at a time. A, they don't release as fast. But people actually play on the PTS. The top raiding guilds, as part of their DKP, require their raiders to raid on the PTS before it goes live. When a new patch drops, most of the live servers feel like ghost towns because everyone's on the public test server testing the new content. We need to see that as well, or else you know, buggy releases will continue to happen because we're not helping make it better. And, I mean, the incentive is you get to see the content before mm -hmm. anyone else does. So I I would like to, you know, get on there and make YouTube videos and stuff for you guys. That way, when the stuff comes out, you're not just scrambling around with, like, no information. There's a there's a place for you to go, deltiasgaming.com. <laughs> that you can that you can find some of these you know references and it's going to take a while to find out best in slot you know best build blah blah but just even the basic stuff of how to get onto the PTS that's a video I'm thinking about making too. Sure, that's a that's a good one because some people aren't really sure. Yeah, um, and go ahead, Aloha. It's also the occasion 
to play with your European or your North American friend if you play on the other Amiga server. This is very true. Uh, Delta and I got to play with Aloha because there's only one PTS, so make it, make it a fun thing. Play with someone else from the uh, from the other side, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get out there and play with someone from the, on the EU. You have friends out there. We all do. Um, yeah, and it's it's. I actually I make even some guild event. You can create a pre-made character. So even if you're super slow leveler, you just started the game, whatever, and you have a level thirty, you can go there and experiment mm-hmm. a new uh, high level character. You want to try a new class, but you don't want to bother to level an alt because you're not sure you will enjoy it. PTS is also good for that. So you make uh, two shots with one stone. Yeah. Working on a new build, don't want to pay respects on the live server? Go there. They give you like 5 million gold. You can just respec exactly. all day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just go crazy. Go uh, ham. Next up, uh, I'm going to skip the one section. So, consoles are canceled. I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. They showed us a picture of consoles, guys. Oh my oh goodness. My that was awesome. Oh my god. Oh my god. News yeah, in. Tales of Tamriel confirms ESO canceled on consoles. Yeah, no, it's it's good. They actually, it's kind of nice to see that they showed us a uh, picture of, I guess that's Matt Fire playing on a console. They have a new UI, and they're also adding uh, native voice chat programs integrated into Xbox Live and the PlayStation Network. So you'll be able to log on to a voice chat program within you know xbox live and uh, the psn networks and play with your friends without having to um i don't know download like ventriloid or something on your phone and have to log into Teamspeak from your phone i've had people do that um that is really really cool uh aloha did you see the uh the uh my my drama blank here console the picture from the consoles that sound that roboting means yes that roboting does mean yes okay sorry <laughs> it's all right it's all good we, your robot version was saying yes i agree i've seen it um all right uh deltia i know we've been we've been talking about consoles for a while going guys it's coming trust these developers how how nice was it to be quote unquote vindicated that they are working on it yeah, it's great. I think that they were open and honest, which is what they've always been. And I think now we can understand why they took so long or they're taking so long. Number one, revamping the entire UI. Number two, adding voice comms within the game that you don't have an external program. Those are huge things that are going to make this game fun. They don't want to have a half, you know, arse game where... It's not really a true Elder Scrolls title, but just, you know, basically a, a console port. They're really making this game the same that it's going to be on PC, except with all the utility that the console players like. Mm-hmm. So they're doing it right. Is it going to take a little longer and stuff? Yeah, it is. But they want to give you the game with the justice system. So it feels like Skyrim with friends to you and to us. And it's not just your traditional MMO with wow pasted over it. It's really going to feel like that, that elder scrolls game. So Mm -hmm. they were open and honest about it. And I 
appreciate their honesty, number one, but I appreciate their openness and, and transparency. And they can't always give updates and say, you know, June 4th, it's going to be out. But I really think they're going to they're going to figure out the console or the PC stuff, make sure the champion system gets balanced and they you know find a way to tune it, then release it. And when you guys get this game, you're going to be blown away. It is just it's that fantastic. And, and that is another good point before I before I say that. Uh, N-Word asked in chat, they haven't been saying it, but I heard you can move a PC account to console. They did offer that if you for PC or I don't know if you had to buy it special for that, but when they pushed the, the release back, they were like, listen, guys, what we're going to do for you is we're going to allow you to buy it on PC and then we'll allow you to port it for like $20 one-time port to either Xbox or PS4. So yeah, it, it, was, it was if you bought it on PC, you can you can port it at the time it comes out to for like twenty bucks. Yeah, and that was prior to a certain date. So yep, if you you had to buy, I forget it was by like August or something. So yeah. if you any account prior to August will have the opportunity, if they so desire, to port their account to one of the consoles when it does. So. Come out. My question is, can I port it back? Because if so, I'll just port my VR14 fully mid-max Delta, get Emperor, and come right back to PC. Unfortunately, no. This Aww. is a once and done. Dang it. I'd be just nuking everyone there with, like, just max everything. Max everything. Oh, that'd running. be so great. You know right. someone's gonna, someone will do that, right? You know that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I'm sure someone has their character ready to roll. Just prepped up to smash people. Smash. Nice. Um, so yeah, really cool. And, uh, the other thing is uh, our friend Stelden even said, I, I guess he tweeted out going, I knew I wasn't just being a conspiracy theorist here. I knew they were going to wait for champion system and justice before they did console. I think the only reason why they haven't give a console release date is because they don't know when the champion and justice system will be ready for PC. But I think once that's ready and live on the PC side is when they're going to do a, I guess what you would call is a gold date where they cut the thing saying, this is our gold image, take it to the printer and we're going to make the disc. You know what I mean? They're waiting for that. Go ahead that the uh, champion system and justice system are functioning correctly. And then they'll probably just roll it out saying, okay, two months from now console, here you go. The smart because uh, they have the occasion to touch a very uh, precise market. Others, almost no MMO on the console. So uh, the better the game is, the more polished the game is, uh, the better it will have an impact on players. And so I believe it's smart from a market point of view to wait that the game is close to perfection, if I can say it that way, uh, to be sure to capture the attention of all the console markets. That that's a perfect example, Loa. Because other than I think right now, Destiny is like the only MMO that's on like Xbox, and I know uh, Final Fantasy XIV is on the PS4. But this game is it's it's made for a console. I mean, this will just be yes. If you get this game on console, your your mind will be blown at oh, yeah. the the graphics, the presentation, the quality, being able to play Elder Scrolls, steal from NPCs and nuke them with friends. I mean, come on, that's a blast, right? Mhm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it it can be a amazing success uh, on the console. I'm not a console player, but 
I believe it can only be that. Seeing the market, they were up for Skyrim already. There must be plenty of fun. And even players that just want to play MMO and try that, they will have one. The only one almost, so to be great. Yeah. Well, if you looked at the market share for Skyrim, Xbox 360 players bought more copies than any of the uh, than PlayStation uh, 3 and PC combined. Xbox is, was their largest buyer of Skyrim. So there's a very large Elder Scrolls fan base on the Xbox um, platform. The very Xbox. large. Um, yeah, because out of like their 12 million sales or whatever it was for Skyrim when it launched, like 7 million of them were for Xbox. It was insane. All right, we're going to move on to the next part, which they talked about on ESO Live. Justice system. For great justice. Um, they're rolling this out in a staged approach, similar to how they're doing the champion system. And the very first stage of this will have the PvE aspect to the game without any PvP aspects. So you'll be able to play as a thief or a murderer or an outlaw, as they call them, but the enforcer is not in yet. And one of the things they said was due to the un well, as we all know, you can't really predict what's going to happen in PvP. You just can't. It's crazy. So they wanted to make sure that the gameplay was steady and they had a nice solid base to start off with before they brought in the PvP element, which I, I can respect that. It's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely with this point of view. I know a lot of people were upset about that because what they were really excited about the PvP part, but... When you hear the um, developers speaking on ESO Live and you realize all the change, the deep change this will have, uh, all NPC will have other um, movements. They will be sleeping, they will, uh, there will be a, a night and day rhythm, they will do some other activities. Um, then you have the fact that you need to sneak, so the, the each NPC need to have a personality, they need to react to you in a different way, if you have steal, if you have murder, if you have assault, it's, uh, maybe not every NPC will react the same way, you will have NPCs that are werewolf or vampires themselves, so they might not react the same way if you are werewolf or a vampire or a neutral player, all of this uh, when you think about the guy that needs to code that, that needs to change every NPC one by one almost, this is crazy. It's a crazy amount of, of work. People mm -hmm. need to think about it's a gigantic new element of the game. It changed everything. So it's better to be solid to the absolutely it's uh there's so much they're changing with this thing and actually i have a, a list of things here from the finer points from eso live and as aloha said mpc ai has been upgraded and some will now perform activities such as sleeping, cleaning, taking walks, and among other activities. An NPC could be sleeping in their home one moment, and the next moment they could walk 
or wake up and walk around town, go to the tavern, go fishing, all sorts of stuff. This there's they're even talking about certain shops being closed at night. Wow. This yeah, is going right. to make the game world feel so alive because you got people will have schedules. That's crazy. You know, like you're going to go in there. You may have to find a special, you know, they're, they're probably going to have 7-Elevens in Tamriel now. They're open 24 hours. I'm the only merchant <laughs> here, but everyone else is asleep. Not me. Um, and that, that alone, as she said, that's a lot of coding and scripting to get these routines in place for these different NPCs. That's a lot of network load. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. But I know some people even saying it's so weird to see players, you know, like NPCs and stuff out at night. You know, it doesn't make the, it makes the world feel static. Well, now it's not going to be static. You're going to walk into town and go, where the heck is everyone? <laughs> They're all asleep. It's midnight. <laughs> Come back later. It would, be, it would be so immersive. It would be so awesome. Seriously, I'm saving an adult for when the justice system is complete. And I will make it to re-experiment the game completely from this new perspective and to have these new feelings. That That's an awesome... Yeah, I can't wait to do that either because I'm going to have to go through on an alt just to re-experience everything as you go through it. Um, now, they're saying there's going to be two different factors to this. They're going to have a bounty and a heat meter. Heat's a working term. More or less, heat is people are watching you. They're suspicious of you because you've been doing some bad stuff. And once your heat gets high enough, the guards go, yeah, no, he's Deltia. We need to arrest him right away. He's a um, meatball. He's a meatball. Kill him. And a bounty, of course, is what your current you know, goal on your price on your head is. Um, this is kind of neat. This is one thing they did say. The guards, if they kill you, will try to take the bounty out of your bags so like wow no this is really cool because they will not touch gold in your bank but any <laughs> money that they have you have on you if you owe a thousand gold and you have 600 gold they'll take all 600 you'll still have 400 gold on your bounty but they will try to satisfy your bounty when they loot your corpse that's so crazy put money in your bank put they, money in yeah your keep bank. all there you go i'm gonna <laughs> banking opportunity right here keep your money yeah. in your bank Otherwise, you'll get arrested and they'll steal it all. And that's really cool. I like that. Um, the one thing they also talk about is you're not going to be able, like, the justice system will be able to toggle it on and off. But if you have any kind of heat or bounty, you cannot just toggle it off until that's been satisfied. So no, you can't sure. do bad things and run away and go, all right, I'm safe. I'm just going to turn off and walk back into town. I have 100,000 gold bounty. I don't care. Um it, it will not let you toggle it off until your bounty and heat have been satisfied. Going back to nothing. You have to be perfectly neutral in order to turn off the system. And that's really neat. I like it. Um, of course, cities will have outlaw hideouts, new places for us to explore. Uh, killing own livestock will count as a crime. Crud. <laughs> I kill, I kill, like, I kill chickens every time I get a chance, so... I'm going to jail. It's going to be great. And animals cannot witness crimes. This harkens back to Skyrim where if you had a horse, you got off your horse and committed a crime, your own horse would flag you as a thief. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was a bug, but... 
A um, couple things to take note of. A list of all known crimes include murder, theft, assault, pickpocketing, turning into a werewolf, being a stage four vampire, feeding on people as a vampire, breaking into houses, trespassing, and aiming weapons at people will all be considered crimes. Yeah, that will be the hard part. Um, the... Can you imagine going into town as a vampire? You're going to have to feed first so you're not a stage four vampire. No, that, that's pretty cool because it, it adds more uh, roleplay elements. Uh, mm-hmm. More emotions, more logical, make more sense. Skyrim did that. If you okay. were a full vampire, like, without feeding, people would react to you weird because they could tell you were a vampire. Because they're like, wait a minute, why... It's kind of like the whole, hey, Grandma, why are your teeth so pointed? You know, kind of <laughs> thing like that. They're like, they knew you were a bad person. Yeah. It, it, this is going to be great. I, I really like it. And they are adding certain things like all houses now have locks on them. Finally a reason for me to have 500 lockpicks. Because <laughs> uh, you can break into the houses and you can steal stuff. And some of the best loot will be in what they call strong boxes that you'll have to break into. And it's apparently they're redoing it it's not just um a lock picking it's a certain other mini game to get into the lock picks or into the the chest and stuff like that and this will be a lot of fun like this is a lot of fun deltia what what do you think about justice well i mean i don't get the same satisfaction as looting and robbing and cooking doors down as the rest of people so it's not that exciting to me, but the whole NPC immersion, that's I didn't even know all of that stuff. That's fantastic. I was I think I was playing doing a trial or something. So that's really nice to hear. Uh, the, but this is going to give 80% of the players something really to do. What I'm concerned with about this is the character progression. Okay. You know, when they release the skill lines or whatever, is this going to affect my PvE character? Is it going to be cosmetic? Is it going to be solely this? You know, how is that going to affect things? From That's what I understand, about. now, this is what I was talking about. I don't know about the Justice one, but the skill line you get from thieving will actually help you. It's not, I don't know how much it would affect your other gameplay, but it's supposed to help you with your naughty stuff, such as maybe having ability that allows you to be better hidden in stealth or allow you to break locks like have an ability to literally let you just snap a lock instead of having to pickpocket it is what i what we've been told the thief ones like all the skills are supposed to help you as a player be a better thief yeah but that could also include stealthing yeah so that could affect pve that could affect pvp that's well we all know I'm nothing beats an invisibility potion anyway so Hey, don't be stealing my words out of my mouth. <laughs> did I tell you that? How did I? Yeah, you. Yeah, you did. Me. That's why Never I brought mind. it up. Like it don't matter. No matter what, just have an invisibility potion. It's all good. Don't get me ranting on my <laughs> stealth nightblade problems. Um, but yeah, I, I want the game to be balanced. So if there's like a some crit or some bonus to PB, I don't like that forcing people to have to do content that they don't like to do. But overall, I think it'll be really, really positive thing for the game and that's the one thing no matter what we always say the best mmos are the ones that have stuff for everyone to do if it's not your cup of tea turn it off but the other people who love this kind of thing this is a type of sandboxy element that people are going to eat up i know i will i'll have fun with it 
Yeah, people are going to go bananas over this, and rightfully so. If they like that sort of stuff, you know, just go ham on it. It's great. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's, uh, we're going to, before we move on to our next section, does anyone have anything else they want to talk about the justice system before we move on? Can I kill FaZe yet? Not when the first thing comes out, but later, yes. Well, if I catch her stealing, I'm going to nuke her down with my Dragonite. With so much fire, she's going to turn to ash and cinder. I'm probably going to get a divorce at this point just because I know she's a thief and I'm an enforcer, so I'll just be following her around. Every time she steals something, I'm just going to kill her. She's going to hate me. I would go enforce her, too. Uh, Oh, yeah, there we go. I see my character more going into the right side of the law than on the bad side. In in, In the same time, I... I don't know why. Even when I play Skyrim, I never steal anything. I I I don't want to be cuffed by the guard and stuff like that. <laughs> it, it's it's not because I'm against it, but I think I would want a special character for that, a right. separated one. My character, which is also my PVE character, my main character, she needs to be to be nice. Yeah, she will will defend the people. When I see someone killing the livestock of a poor farmer, I will, I'll be what you doing (laughs) for great justice. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) this maiden will kick your ass. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And Kipster added a question: Going factions will still be separate. Yes, they will still be separate. None of that's gonna gonna be affected, and uh, so unfortunate, I guess. All right, that is gonna end our discussion topic for this week, and we are gonna move on to our tales of Tamriel, which is our personal story time. What we've done this week, uh, Deltia. Why don't you go ahead and go first? All right. Well, after Ag's alleged Dragon Star vet challenge throw down gauntlet i had to go beat it again so a couple different things uh we talked to the developers about some stuff like regarding balance and upcoming changes with the game so i had a chance to ask them i go did you guys nerf dragon star arena they said no they said that there might have been something like that that day that it the dungeons came out but it got fixed readily so so I had to beat it again just to make sure. And I did beat it again. We brought someone new along. So there was a few you know, deaths right away and that sort of thing. People just getting used to it. And then we got to the last boss. And oh my god, I just kept dying and dying and dying. I'm like, what is going on? Well, the trick to beating it as a tank is to have an extra set of gear with fire resist on it. And so this gear sells for about, oh, 90K a piece, one of the rings. And so I had, I had it for sale. And I'm like, oh, man, I could use 90K. About 60 deaths or so, I'm like, okay, I, let me go get this thing because we're just dying. And, and, you know, I'm just getting destroyed. I look like an idiot. Like I've never done this before. I put one ring on with 1,500 fire resist. I was an all light armor tanked it. And it's just... No problem whatsoever. One shot at it after that. It cost me 90k, but 
So I did Veteran Dragon's Arena again. Took about a couple hours, and I've been doing it just to farm the weapons a lot this week. And I've really enjoyed it. So I feel comfortable enough beating it a couple times that uh, it's time to do a guide. And a couple of my buddies that know the timers and the add-ons and all that sort of stuff uh, said I could use their tips and permissions and whatnot. So it's going to be it's going to go on here pretty soon. So stay tuned on that. So, yeah, beating Dra- Bet Dragon Star Arena again just to prove ag. Uh, I'm a bigger PVE meatball was my uh, main thing I did this week. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. So congrats again to another clear. All right. Um, Aloha, we haven't talked in quite a while. What have you been doing in-game? Yeah, now I'm veteran 2. I'm playing in, in the Admiral Dominions. Um, doing my quest alone, generally the morning early. Um, but uh, I have taken care of my guild a lot because we had several new members, and I like when we have new members to take the time to get everyone acquainted. So I created more event than usual to be sure that everyone will play together and make different groups. So we had... Um, some dungeons event, and then our Thursday, every Thursday, we are doing Cracklorn Adventure. I'm streaming it usually if my connection is fine. And um, it was really nice because it was the first time we had three groups going on. It was a bit chaotic for the discussion and such. For the next time, so we have a leader and it's go a bit smoother. Uh, but it was really fun, and I'm very happy about the new member we have because you're very nice. It worked well with the people that were already member of my guild. And doing uh, adventure in Kraglorn are very, very fun. I, every time I'm going there, I do not understand all the people complaining about uh, about Kraglorn. I find it an awesome activity to do when you want to do something with friend or with your guild, you go there. It serves that purpose, and you need to keep in mind it's not for you alone. If you want to do just um, the, if you want to group with your friends or with your guild, you organize a little group, and then you do adventure in Craglorn, and it it has a different feeling. It's a lot more epic because the monsters are harder, and you cannot take them alone, you need to be in a group and if you are here, you will be useful at the time you start getting away. like this big, huge adventure zone, which is like an open dungeon, and then you have dungeon inside it. And I I love the concept. I totally want to see more of that in future, even if other people disagree with me. <laughs> Perhaps you'll and, get that uh, with Merkmire. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and it'll be full of Argonians. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday, I did a game in Wayrest. That was very fun. Sometimes you do that with your kids. So we were just playing like little kids. We had two guys that needed to seek the other, and we were hiding in the city. So that was my week. That's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad to see. Like, uh, I was glad when your internet's good enough to stream because when you stream, 
it's about the middle of my work day. So instead of actually <laughs> doing work, I just watch Aloha all day. And that Creeper. works for me. Creeper. I'm fine with this. It's cool. <laughs> Uh, I creep on Aloha all day on Twitch when she's playing. Whoa, ESL. whoa. I said it. I'm fine with that. Worst okay. uh, <laughs> days when you need her. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Probably Snoozing. planning my death somewhere. Yeah, just making hey. poison related. All to I know is I rock my bald head, my man purse, and I stalk Aloha on Twitch. It happens. <laughs> wow. There, wow, there's that. <laughs> I just pulled all the stops out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm not that creepy. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Who's creepier, Aloha? Yeah. Me or Ag? None of you have... is creepy. No, is you have to pick <laughs> one. You have to pick one. Who's the creeper? None of you are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> totally not creepy. <laughs> She's this too nice. What... No, 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 no. It's not what comes to mind. Uh, <laughs> I... Creepy? No way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we're just weird. We're like the, you know, oh, they're just weird. It's all good. All right. Well, um, w well, Thais and I did a little bit this week because, again, it's been kind of rough on her because, as most people know, we are expecting a little Nord. Unless she cheated on me with an Argonian, then if it pops out Argonian, I know there's this one in Deshaun that she really thinks is hot, the big buff Argonian in Deshaun, one of the basements. I, I It's got to be his baby. Um, so she has been kind of sick, so it's been rough for us to actually get any play times on our main, but we actually did do a little bit where we got to play and we actually finished off all of Rivenspire, which I was talking to rage philosophy on Elder Scrolls off the record today. And he went through and made a Daggerfall covenant character and he was talking about Rivenspire. And I got to say, Rivenspire had one of the coolest storylines for the entire zone yeah i agree um what was really funny is i spoiler alert for anyone that i'm going to say something for the end of this story if you do not want to hear the end of the story for riven spire skip ahead three minutes um that's a short Verandis, story time for you <laughs> three minutes uh so when verandas gave up himself to end phase about bawled her eyes out because she he had to take the lightless uh that lightless remnant some into what is it cold harbor oh uh, she about she sat in her, her chair and cried for like 10 minutes and the the what was the name of the little wood elf vampire that was falling in love with verandas do you remember that one aloha gwen. gwen gwen she felt so bad when gwen's sitting there on the bridge just staring at the uh doom crag which is really cool because when you when you finish the doom crag it's like the ending of lord of the rings where the whole mountain collapses you like the whole entire mountain is just gone and um yeah so she was she felt really bad and i like gwen she she was an interesting character um so. yeah and i remember when i did this the first time when you explore the dream of Verandis and you go with the whole family and you don't know yet what's happening and you will mm -hmm. discover why the Baron, um, I don't remember his name, but the Baron. Montclair? Yeah, Montclair, yeah. And you go at the top with all, and I was so much into the family. You are together 
and then you are need to participate to the ritual. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hmm. Got a little robot there at the end, but I, yeah, I know what you were saying about that. That whole series with the whole family it is great. Like, it was, it was an awesome experience the entire way through. It was one of my favorite storylines. Um, I think I told this last week, but when you meet Montclair's daughter, she's, of course, she's a vampire. And when you first meet her, she had taken over the entire town of North Point. And Alo, you probably remember this one. She's laying all seductively on the bed. And uh, she's like calling you forward. And she has the, um, the, the, the guy who was in charge of North, North Point under his spell. And she's like, you're not going to kill me. You're going to become like my new plaything. And, uh, Thais is like, I'm ready to kill this lady. She she she's a tramp. I hate her. I'm sitting <laughs> over there going, she's kind of hot. I like her. I don't really <laughs> want to kill her anymore. She's like, what are you talking about? She's gross. I'm like, no, she's kind of awesome. Like laying there being all seductive and kind of the little play voice at you. It, her voice actor was great. So Thais looks at me and goes, I don't care who's hotter. And I was like. Uh, and I hesitated too long. She's like, fine, I take that back. Who's scarier? Oh, you are, baby. Let's kill her. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> she scared me into killing her. That was funny. She, I, oh, yeah, I hesitated okay. a little too long. She's like, fine. Who's scarier of the two of us? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Angry wife. Let's kill her. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I guess there's a few other little quests around the area that you can do for what is Lo? do you remember the uh khajiit's name Ra, what is her name raza dora or something like that raza doom yeah i think so think. yeah she's like uh veranda's second in command if you will she has a whole bunch of uh quests to hunt down the remaining monster oh forces. no 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 i don't remember her name but i see who you mean it's a vampire as well yeah, she's got. It's kind of cool because she got a little mohawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's. I like her. I like her a lot. Um, I like the Khajiit when they talk in third person. It always cracks me up. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, also. But it was really really cool. Is when we got done, we were getting ready to leave, and one of the first ladies that you help in Rivenspire is a doctor who contracts vampirism. And you're given the option to kill her or let her leave. We felt bad, so we let her leave. You actually run into her again in the castle. She's like, I was wandering and I ran into a Verandas and he helps me to control the bloodthirst. I'm like, oh, that is so cool. I didn't kill her and now here she is. Yes, this is something I really like. Every time you finish a zone, you have all the person you have had to all done before to finish the main story. I want to be sure to have done all the quests and to have all additional character. And every time I have the occasion to speak with them, I speak with them to see how their discussion is evolving. And the end of a Riven Spire is really epic. You have to choose the next uh, ruler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which one do you choose? I actually chose uh, Tamrith, Countess Tamrith. Yeah, me too. Oh, her. <laughs> me and you picked the same. Thais yeah. actually picked the other guy. Well, she's uh, a terrier. I, 
I pick her because she's she were concerned by uh, the people, and I thought that the people of Ravensfire had suffered so much, and they needed to take care of. Yeah. The other, the other guy was too focused on you know war. He wanted to, the first thing he was going to do was build up the army again to make sure nothing would ever happen. She was we need to take care of all the people who are hurt and displaced. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I picked her. I, I liked her. I liked her through the entire thing. Um, she was a really cool character. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I did play a lot on my alt, though, which is a Khajiit uh, Dragon Knight that I named Pinello after my my Khajiit, who's, well, the last episode or the last show is on. She wouldn't get out of the camera. Now she's nowhere to be found. Um, I think she's behind on the bed. Uh, that is Titus. Titus, look over here. No, he's not interested. There's one there, <laughs> and there's one behind my... my uh, TV at the moment, my monitor, but uh, that's Yuna. I don't know where she is. She's somewhere. Yeah, that's that's Titus. That's Thais's cat. Um, so, yeah, whatever with that one. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I've been playing her, and I've actually... I started off... She's 22. I made it all the way through Bleak, Fall, uh, Bleak Rock, Balfoulian, Stone Falls, and I'm almost done with Deshaun, and then I'll be moving on into uh, Shadowfen. Um, I started off using the T3 build from DeltiesGaming.com. Hey, there you go. Wait. <laughs> um, and it was fun. Like, it, it, even as a low level, mind you, his builds are all end game related. But I do. I use his skills and stuff like that, and I I use all but his and he uses a lot of crafted gear so i use his same crafted gear except for you know i normally have to replace the uh the head and the shoulder um but i i run a build similar to that and i was having fun with it but i'm doing this solo because that's a character i'm playing when Thais isn't around for me to play my main my templar just messing around with her and while i couldn't die being a tank, it was just very slow to move forward. So I respect and I used the shooting star build off DeltiesGaming.com. Um, <laughs> and I've been having a lot of fun with that. Like, a lot of fun with that one. Albeit I'm using a resto staff on the other side instead of dual destruction because I'm leveling and I need a little bit more healing. Specifically when Green Dragon's blood just won't cut it. Um, which is... Very rare because that thing is OP like crazy, like you just cannot die. It's nice, isn't it? It is, it is. Um, but as I was telling Delta earlier, it's a fun class, um, but it's not my Templar, so it doesn't have that special feeling that my Templar gives me. I'm still having fun with it, but it's not my temp. But it's actually for me, it's almost so OP. It's not fun. <laughs> I like a little bit of challenge in my games. Again, I'm probably over-leveled for the zone I'm in because I do every quest. I do everything. Um, so I'm a little over-leveled for the zone I'm in. But it's still a point where I'm pulling more mobs than what most people would just because I need a little bit more of a challenge. So And, and you're complaining because... Um, the fact that it makes me work harder for a challenge 
So you're, you're <laughs> oh ag. Oh, I, I, I'm just saying it, it is. It's it's a little different. Like you you know what? Uh, it's something uh, I want because I have no exactly the same problem. And at the end of my leveling, it was completely insane. I was veteran one in Cold Harbor, still doing the quest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have seven level difference with the content. Yep. And of course, a good gear, so it was uh, <laughs> it was too easy. And I would have loved to have a ring that do not put me ten percent more, but ten less experience to do all the quests without oh overleveling. I want to be able yeah. to nerf my own experience. I, I, exactly. I, I didn't want it to level that fast because it was boring. I, I was. I wanted to do every... I understand that that's the normal... Uh, people don't want to, to to clear all content or people like to have choice or to not do twice the same thing if they do alt. But I like to clean a zone before to go to the next one. And I like that I'm not over-leveling the next zone. So I need a <laughs> decrease experience thing. I will have another one. Oh, yeah, it's... You know, I play the games to have fun, and I do like the story and whatnot, but when you're so overpowered for a zone, or, you know, it's it's just, it's not fun anymore. Like, you're just smashing face, and you're just like, yeah, okay. I don't know. It, it It's a fun class, but there's just certain things, like, again, now, Delta, as you know, I picked up a few abilities, I'm good to go, and then I, um... And then I, I pretty much have all the passives. Like, if my thing's high enough to have a passive in it, I have it. So I probably have more passives than most people um, do in, in, in you know, normal leveling. If I didn't go with a certain uh, skill set in mind. Like, I know what I was aiming for, so I have excess points. So that probably does help with the overpowered feeling, is I have more... Um, more passives than most people would but yeah it's i don't know it's it's okay the the build is a lot of fun and i think it'll be fun once i get it into some difficult content um but as for now uh, it's just so roll face (sighs) i don't know it's because it's a build made by delta yeah that's from from deltiesaming.com makes it so op it's crazy thank you exactly uh, but yeah, it, it is a fun build, even for leveling. Uh, even though I had to make slight modifications, as he says at the end of the video, for leveling purposes, um, such as the resto staff, it, it's still it's still a lot of fun. I, I've been having a lot of fun with it. So at this rate, I might have a new higher rank character than my main if Thais doesn't start feeling better soon. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my gameplay for this week, guys. And it was a lot of fun. And I actually am sitting here going, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to hop back into the game and continue leveling that Dragon Knight. All right, we're going to move on to our next section. We're actually going to skip the dramatic reading because that is uh, a Thais thing. And I don't want her to miss those books because they're pretty awesome. We're going to move on to the Community Spotlight. And the reason why I'm doing Community Spotlight this week is we had an email from a friend of the show, uh, Double Click. Um, he sent two emails. I'll read one in the email section and one now. 
He goes, hey, it's me again. Do you guys know a good site that shows all item sets in-game? Crafted, dungeons, Cyrodiil, trials, everywhere. The current problem with a lot of the websites today is they're not being up-to-date. Because ESO has a sort of niche community. It's not... It's not League of Legends. It's not Warcraft. So, like, the the sites, um, like, ESO Head has fallen out of um, update since 1.3, I guess. Uh, some of the other ones don't really have a lot either. But they're, I'm posting them in chat right now, and I will have them also in the description. A user on Reddit um, created an item set database. It's the foley.com net slash eso it's not a pretty website i will say that it doesn't but it does have all the items that i've seen for 1.5 like and that's everything not just the new stuff i know delta has uh videos and stuff for all the new um the new gear from the dungeons the 1.5 stuff and i know tamra foundry does as well but this is all item sets everything from the gear you can get leveling all the way through all the different uh, variations of that gear. It, it, it's pretty neat. So maybe you should check it out. The Foley, that's T-H-E-F-O-L-E-Y.net slash E-S-O. Check it out, and you can probably find some sets. And there are, it, it does have a nice little search feature to help you narrow down because it's like, I don't know, a million pages of, of data. So you may want to narrow it down, but it's still pretty cool and one of the most up-to-date that I've seen so far. So there we go. Um, we're going to move on to our next section, which is the Guild Corner. And as always, we do have a guest. Aloha, would you like to do a shout-out for your guild that you play with? Yeah, my guild is awesome. I love them. It's a wide star. It's a small community, uh, but we are growing. Uh, the main focus is to have nice relationship uh, with our members. So we are not really aiming towards uh, in-game with the gaming community. So um, we have a guild in World of Warcraft, for instance, and so I, I, we always try to create uh, bonds between every member, even if they don't play the same game. And that's happening on Adobe.com. Um, we are doing a lot of cool levels that have with the dungeon, Thursday, on adventure, Saturday, hide and seek in Wayward, tonight we had the fishing event, etc., etc. And there's very nice relationship between members. We also had been featured on the ESO Live uh, 6, I think, where we had a fan art, someone made a fun art of our guild and uh, we can see I, our I saw that, that was really cover. cool yeah, yeah, yeah the, it's actually uh, one of our members by Tilda we ordered it uh, to offer us uh, this uh, artwork that we shocked you this on Vientar and it was gorgeous and so, yeah that's about it. So if you're Daggerfall Covenant, you like to play at your own pace in a very cozy, familial, friendly environment. We are also uh, liking challenge, and that's not the point, but uh, the main things about us is 
the fact that we love each other and we are nice. <laughs> I can say that way. Well, Aloha definitely is nice. So if she's the uh, representative of that community, the rest of the people must be pretty awesome. So that's <laughs> cool. Absolutely awesome. All right. Um, special note, I wanted to announce this on here. The Wings of Fate Guild, which is the Tales of Tamriel Community Guild, will be transitioning into a Community Traders Guild. We are going to be recruiting more people, and we're going to be competing for uh, trader spots in, in the world. Uh, that being said, um, I did want to say we still want to keep a, a level of community within, a, within our you know, guild. So what we had done is anyone that messages us to join the guild um from this podcast if you message say hey i'm joining you know for the community of, from the podcast uh you'll be given a special rank within the guild that allows us to talk within officer chat all all the way through that way we can still kind of have our friends and family community within a greater trading guild because i know we've had quite a few people who and no fault to them um have left left our guild for various reasons, whether they just need a slot and the friends and family guild was the one that had the least use, obviously. So in order to help some of our guildies make money, things of those nature, we are going to be transitioning over to a trading guild. Um, I went to all the guild members, sent out mass mails and spoke with a lot of individual people about this. And we had pretty much a unanimous uh, decision to move in this direction um so that way we can provide our community members something a little extra without having them feel like they're wasting a spot quote unquote with just a friends and family guild so if you're interested in helping us build this up um just drop anyone in the guild a whisper get you invited and mention that you're joining as part of the podcast community and we'll rank you up so you can chat with everyone if you don't want to just use standard guild chat um, we are working on getting a guild form up so people can post buy and sell orders as well as a crafter's corner uh, where you can make special quests for crafted goods from any of our crafted crafting people. Probably me. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to be working on. Uh, we will have a two-week inactivity policy for people who join as traders, friends, and stuff like that are not beholden to that rule. Um, we're also going to be doing weekly, uh, essentially it's a lottery, where what we'll be doing is putting money into the guild bank and for every, like, we'll say a ticket's like a thousand gold. Um, at the end of the week, we're going to, on the show, pick one person at random and that person will win 30% of whatever the total cost is, like however much we've earned, they will earn 30% of that, that's like a reward. The rest will go into the guild bank and allow us to bid on traders. So that's where we're at. Um, <laughs> Aloha's, you can use a nook to create your forms. <laughs> yeah. Nice plug there. I like it. I like it. <laughs> uh, wow. Cool. All right. So that is the end of our guild section. We're going to move into our emails and itunes reviews we didn't have any itunes reviews this week and that saddens me it, it does it makes me sad i like itunes reviews and i like when you guys interact with us we did however get a couple of emails one only read earlier 
Um, and I'm going to read the next one. This is again from DoubleClick. Hello, my favorite podcasters. Why, hello. I was wondering if you guys noticed since the latest patches, werewolf poison weakness seems to be affecting my character even in human form. I don't remember seeing it in the notes, but what do you guys think? Thanks again. Um, I actually mentioned this to Delty as soon as we got it, and I hopped on uh, the PTS and was testing. Um, I didn't see any change, and Delty, I believe you said the same thing. You didn't notice any change either, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure where where your poison damage was, you know, where you were counting from for that, but I mean, I hopped on. I did both with poison or with werewolf and without just to test and the numbers were the same for me from the same mob uh so perhaps maybe send me a follow-up email i'm curious what you were doing that you were getting extra damage but both of us we were testing i hopped on the pts uh made two characters you know one with and one without went to the same place and tried to reproduce and the numbers were identical. And Delty has been running a Vet DSA, and that third stage is all about poison. So we haven't noticed anything. So please let us know. I would really be interested to see where you were, because I would like to go try to reproduce it myself. But we haven't noticed anything. All right. And that is the last of our emails. We're going to move into our final thoughts. Final thoughts of an episode always make me sad because it means that the episode's over. And then I don't get to talk to you guys for like, well, I was going to say a week, but I talked to you guys like five minutes after the show. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I won't get to interact with the chat room as a whole for a week. But a lot of people in the chat room just play with me in game anyway. So I talk to them all the time, too. So feel free to send us in game stuff. We like that. Let's start off with. Aloha, as our guest, thank you so much for coming on. Give us your final thoughts for this episode. Uh, I really hope that my son was not too bad, and I apologize if it was. It was a pleasure to discuss with you guys, actually. I miss you. <laughs> I'm really sorry that we cannot play more often together, because I had so much fun when we did um, this um Test on the BTS in the uh, city of Ash, and when later I play with Celtia, in uh, this it's really cool. Um, so I really hope that uh, update six is on the BTS. We can organize a little evening or something. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, very excited for the update six. Uh, I think it's a really great. Um, patch because it's too uh, major a uh, change for the game and and it's like uh, when when the justice system and the champion system will be in place it's the two major of the whole uh, of the game are finished and then the creator or the developers can focus on new content or purely new content um, so I'm really really happy about that excellent excellent well we loved having you here i mean we really do you're awesome you're welcome anytime you want i know it's kind of late for you there so I, i'm always conscious of that but definitely anytime you want to come on send me a message we'll make room ain't that right delty <laughs> we'll always make room 
That's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, all right, Deltia. How about you, good sir? That was another good episode. A lot of game changing. Um, I thought, you know, it would be a lot longer than this as far as when these updates come out, but apparently they've been hard work at it. So I think it would be good for the game. I was just getting comfortable with some of the skills and knowing everything, and now they're switching it up. So unfortunately, it's going to have to going to have to learn the game all over and update a bunch of builds, but keeps us busy and keeps the game moving. So it's good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, as for myself, I do want to thank, uh, my co-hosts for joining me this evening. You guys rock. Love doing this stuff with you guys. I want to thank the chat room as well. We had a very active chat room tonight. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. We really appreciate that. Um, update six is going to be amazing. The amount of stuff they're doing in this is, like, expansion quality. Like, the amount is just insane. Um, It's These guys continue to impress. Um, I'm glad we didn't take bets on what what, uh, was going to be an update six, because we'd all lost. It would have been bad. Um, So, yeah. I'm excited. Get on the PTS again. Personal plea from me as well as I'm sure Zoss is on this. When it comes out, get on the PTS. Help us test it. That way it's good when it comes out. And plus, got to remember this, the faster we can get it out, the faster the consoles will probably come out, the faster you know, the we'll, our community will expand because of console release. And we more people need to experience this game because it's such a good game. All right, I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. If you wish to help support the podcast, you can either donate via the PayPal link on our website. You can use the Amazon link on our website now, and uh, we'll get a kickback from uh, from that, from anything you purchase there. That helps us out. Best thing you can do is tell a friend about us. More people listening. We get to interact with the community that we love. It'll be great. If you wish to contact us with questions, comments, criticisms, the website for our show is talesoftamriel.com. You can email the show at podcast at talesoftamriel.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at talesoftamriel, Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Also, feel free to rate and subscribe to us via iTunes. And if you missed the live show or want to catch up on any past broadcast or any of our YouTube-exclusive content, you can subscribe to us at youtube.com oh. slash Tales of Tamriel. Real quick, before yep. we log out, we are going to do reaction little episodes on mm-hmm. my channel and Jello. So speaking of YouTube exclusive, if you're looking like when late breaking news comes out, we're going to try to get a video out with just our thoughts prior to the podcast. And that will be specific to YouTube. So stay tuned for that. Absolutely. They're fun. They're absolutely fun. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a good night, everybody. Bye.